Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising in your local area, and it's a great place to stop by if you're an entrepreneur just looking to learn more about the franchising industry. In the franchising industry, there's a lot of stuff that has been done the right way when it comes to community service, giving back to the greater good. I would argue that a hallmark of that greater good and what the franchising community has done to impact our local communities, the hallmark of that is the VetFran program. And that's the topic of our discussion today is the VetFran program. We're going to talk to you about what it's all about who qualifies for it, so to speak, and how you can access it. To help us with that discussion today, we've got two gentlemen who are executives with the Neighborly Organization, which is a multi-platform franchise group that happens to have been an integral component to the founding of the VetFram program years ago. I want to thank and welcome Lou Shager and Pat Hyland from Neighborly. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, Blake. It's great to be here. You're very welcome. We appreciate you being available for us. So it probably makes a lot of sense to start with what exactly is the VetFran program, assuming that we have listeners who've never even heard of it until just now. I'll give you a brief overview, but I'll I'll allow uh, Pat to provide further insight of the connection between Neighborly and VetFran, something we're all very proud of. Uh, but as a committee member of the VetFran organization, it falls underneath the International Franchise Association organization and started off 30 years ago. And think of it as a resource for veterans to follow their dream of entrepreneurship and owning their own business, creating financial independence um, in a way that suits veterans very well, process-oriented, providing um standard operating procedures and leveraging the leadership and um, dedication that they leveraged in their military career into a small business. That's a great overview. I appreciate it. I, I, I think that's your intro, Pat. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, thanks, Lou. Yeah. Don Dwyer back in 1991, when he started this, he, he really envisioned um, and real quick, Don Dwyer was the founder of your organization, Neighborly. Yes, of Neighborly. We were known as the Dwyer Group prior to Don's passing, and tragically in the mid-90s. Uh, the Dwyer Group at that time gave it over and offered it to the International Franchise Association because it shouldn't have just been for the Dwyer Group to offer this. We felt that every franchisor could have an opportunity uh, because not every veteran coming back may be a good option for uh, the Dwyer group that they felt it was a good opportunity. So we handed it off to them and it's grown from there. Uh, today, we've given over $3 million in discounts at Neighborly uh, and the Dwyer group uh, back to our veterans to help them get started in, in small business ownership. So how does that work? Getting a little bit more specific into the actual features and benefits of the VetFran program, how does how does a veteran qualify for this, so to speak? And then what what does that look like as far as uh, the savings or, or the givebacks that you mentioned, Pat? If somebody – oh, sorry, Luke, go ahead. 
No, you go, you go ahead, Pat. I'll, I'll follow up. Yep. Uh, so as a veteran, um, somebody that finishes their service within our, uh, you know, our country and, and for our military, they receive their DD-214. DD All they have to do is provide that to us. And what that will provide them is a discount. It varies amongst brands, but on, on average, it's between five to over $6,000 in discounts uh, that they can receive that nobody else will. One of the challenges of a transitioning veteran is the labyrinth of opportunities and um, even if you're going to go apply to do a government job, you have to go to USA Jobs. It is literally pages and pages of, uh, of application processes and not a whole lot of resources. But the idea behind VetFran is to provide a wealth of personal resources. I am including in one of those. I've uh, provided uh, my resources and, and stuff to many a calls, but uh, there's uh, a committee full of dedicated folks to support our veterans. Uh, and if you think about the networking uh, across the International Franchising Association that occurs, um, many, many of the franchise systems want to be a part of VetFran because of the reasons uh, for this call, Blake, right? It's just really important. Uh, and it's self-serving to both sides. It helps the franchise system. And of course, it's a great opportunity for those vets to create that financial independence with a business of their own. That makes a lot of sense. And to your point, to tie in something you were talking about there, so the VetFran program is a voluntary program that franchisors can join and then provide these additional resources and potentially discounts to veterans who want to become business owners. Exactly right. And that's part of it. If you want to be part of the VetFran network, which is very, very big, um, the expectation is that you find some uh, a way to give back to the veteran, and it makes sense. And that's what Pat described. And and it, it just doesn't stop with VetFran. There's so many other people that have come around uh, come alongside this, including our government, that provide great funding options and discounts for a lot of our veterans to where they have loans that are more advantageous uh, because of their service. I'm really glad you added that in because needless to say, the initial investment, the funding of a business is a very important component of that decision. Right. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll add one more if we're going to get really into the weeds, Blake. I hope you don't mind. Well, that's what a podcast is for. Get into the weeds. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in the last couple of years, the Department of Defense has come up with a program called DOD SkillBridge. And it provides essentially six months of OJT on the job training where um, the, the service member, with their commanding officer's permission, uh, will still be in the service. They have six months left to their required duty, but they can come to Mosquito Joe and work on my corporate staff for six months and learn everything about franchising, about our model, about franchising at large. Uh, it's another opportunity to bridge that gap because what I have found is many transitioning veterans don't recognize their capabilities, right? They don't recognize the spirit and entrepreneur spirit that they may have. Some of them are like, Lou, I don't, I don't, I I don't, I can't think of a concept to do. And like, well, that's kind of the beauty of franchising. Here are the concepts. Here's the playbook. We just got to get you plugged in and, um, and then you're off and running. I hear that a lot of times presenting at the different uh, military installations, folks who, they just take for granted. They've had a whole career in the military, and they take for granted that um, their definition of persistence, uh, perseverance, uh, punctuality is very different from folks uh, who 
haven't served in the military. And I would say that's probably the most ideal candidate that franchisors look for. Truly that are coming out of a, a, a system and following you know, protocols and SOPs and, and just being able to lead that and taking right. that skill set right into a franchise system really is somebody that we look for um, as we're looking for candidates. Yeah. And our stats at VetFran, you know, I've heard between one and 5%. It depends on the, who you're getting the stats from. You know, what percentage of the U.S. population has served? And as we move on and get older, fewer and fewer percentage uh, of the population have served. Um, but interestingly enough, in, fran- in the franchising world, around 13, 14% of the franchising owners are, are veterans. That's a remarkable number when you sit back and think about it. And it kind of demonstrates the, um, the opportunity as well as the framework. It suits perfectly for veterans to come in and take, the, take a concept off the shelf and put their heart and soul in it like they did defending the country. Yeah, that percentage certainly resonates, 13%. When you think that, uh, you know, the total percent of veterans in the entire population is something like 1% or less than 1%, yeah, right? that's right. So right. disproportionate representation in the franchising world. Clearly, there's a connection there. Right. You're a veteran yourself. Is that right, Lou? I am. I served 27 years in the Navy. Uh, I flew F-14s and F-18s and commanded an F-18 squadron. In my last job, I was responsible for Naval Air Station Oceana, which is the largest air station on the East Coast. And so I joke, I went from, um, you know, focused on flying aircraft to killing mosquitoes. It's a natural transition for most people. So it works out well for me. <laughs> but I, w- I will say this, and this is uh, when, when I'm talking to new candidates, you know, for 24 years of my 27 years in the military, I was a recipient of customer service. Um, when you're leading a squadron or flying, if I needed a widget, if I needed a technician or someone, uh, the military and the Navy is going to get that to me because it was an important mission. I was about to fly combat missions over the beach. Um, the last three years of my Navy career, I was the provider of customer service at Naval Air Station Oceana. So I had 16,000 people coming on and off the base every day. And I wanted to ensure superior customer service for everybody. And that was unique in my situation because it was just a different kind of a hat for someone in the military. And when I was seeking an opportunity outside of the military, uh, one of my close friends started Mosquito Joe and, and was in franchising. It really intrigued me. And I was looking for an opportunity that I could find a vision and mission that I felt as passionate about in the military and the private sector. Cause I'm like, where can I feel that? And in my particular case, <clears throat> bringing health and happiness to families as part of Mosquito Joe, or following the code of values that neighborly subscribes across all brands, it really is empowering uh, in um, drew me to franchising. Cause that's a common question I get, you know, how did you get into franchising? And I'm forever grateful I did. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. So for somebody like you at the beginning of their transition um, and they're thinking about business ownership, they're trying to get information about the VetFran program. Where should they go? Let's assume that they don't have the guidance of a, a franchise right. broker. Uh, VetFran.org is the website. Uh, International Franchising International Franchising Association (IFA). You can uh, you know Google those quickly and get to the website. Really slick, nice website that talks about everything franchising from a from a franchisor perspective from potential candidates seeking franchise opportunities. It lists all 
the franchise concepts that are part of the VetFran network and plenty of resources, emails, and phone numbers and contacts to, to start the conversation. Or you can call Pat Hyland. All right, Pat. <laughs> there you yes, go. Sir. Speaking of which, so we, we talked in the beginning about your organization, your founder, uh, really taking an integral role in creating the VetFran program. Tell us a little bit more about the Neighborly organization, if you would, please. Neighborly is uh, the largest home service franchisor in the world. Uh, Neighborly uh, has uh, 29 uh, franchise brands around the world. Uh, We have 18 up and going in North America. Anything that uh, touches the home from uh, making sure you have pest control like Mosquito Joe to landscaping to Mr. Ritter plumbing to the glass doctor, um, all of our brands um, right now are focused on the commercial, uh, the, uh, the high-end residential and the commercial space. Um, neighborly, as you had mentioned before, Blake, um, used to be called the Dwyer Group. <clears throat> and what happened was when I started, I'll give you an idea on the growth of Neighborly. When I started with Neighborly working directly with the company in 2010, there were seven brands. Today, we have 29 brands worldwide in just the last 12 plus years through growth and, and, and bringing on amazing brands like Mosquito Joe. Well, what happened was um, Neighborly says, geez, we have this captive customer who loves Mosquito Joe or loves the Ground Skies landscaping. How do we connect those to the other home service brands that that homeowner needs with really high quality, high caliber business owners? So they took a step back and said, we need to become a neighborly focused company where we can provide all these options for the homeowner. And the goal now was not to be the largest franchisor in the world for, in the service industry because they accomplished that. The new goal is to become so remarkable that we become a beloved household name. And by doing that through enriching people's lives through the services and products that we provide for homeowners and businesses. And another way to think about it, excellent description there, Pat. Another way to think about it, uh, our aspirational goals are to be what Amazon is to home delivery. We want to be for home services. Gotcha. We want to encircle that home and at the touch of an app or a button, be able to receive anything to improve, enhance, or repair their home. That's an admirable goal. Be the Kleenex of home Thanks. services, right? <laughs> That's right. right. I love the story on the name, though. You, I mean, call it what it is, right? Neighborly. Yeah. yeah. And, and when we bring a new franchise, they become part of the neighborhood, and we integrate them with the other great new owners in their community because when we launch a new Mosquito Joe and we award a franchise to them, when we go into the community, we have that owner you know, start marketing themselves, but we also collectively go out to all the other neighborly brands in their community and help connect them with them, but also with their customers that are already there in that area. And say, so, oh, by the way, we just launched a new Mosquito Joe in your area. So we get to all the Mr. Ritter Plumbing and Mr. Appliance and AirServe customers to be able to get them off to a fast start. Yeah. And, and Blake, if you don't mind me pitching uh, something else, uh, our franchisee of the year, for this year um, is Sarah and Sean Best, two Air Force veterans, F-15 pilots, who took a chance on a franchise concept and they are 
I'm running them out of a job on the reserve military job because they, they're, they're, Sarah has taken on Mosquito Joe full-time and her husband's still doing a reserve F-15 uh, and F-22 work in Florida. But uh, another example of how great it is to have veterans connected to concepts and being agnostic about it. There's just so many opportunities out there, Blake. You are, are certainly a resident expert on different opportunities and options for many, many veterans. Um, but certainly neighbor has quite a robust portfolio that it's likely that there might be a concept here that, that fits their, their vision and goals. Absolutely. And that is wonderful to hear that, uh, that some, uh, veterans who, uh, right. are the franchisees of the year. You may They're have just awesome. given us the title for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Top yes. Guns in Franchising, right? There you go. There you go. What else should we know about Vet Fran? I don't know that we talked a whole lot yet about are there any qualifications for somebody with military service history uh, to, to draw from or benefit from the Vet Fran program? Really, all we need is somebody, if they had an honorable discharge, a DD-214, uh, to show that they were in the service. Uh, there's nothing more than that. As a matter of fact, that's all required for every aspect. Anything that touches, and we help franchise candidates navigate through that. Because, like I said, it's just neighborly, and that brand is just one specific benefit that they can get with, with that brand. Uh, you know, it's all the adjoining um, opportunities that that can help them as well in business ownership from coaching like you said to like great veterans that, that from coaches like yourself but also to funding options and and we help kind of point and direct them into those other options that they might not be aware of right and, so and important the DD, for somebody it, transitioning to civilian world right and, and the dd214 is essentially just a transfer document out of the military and another thing i've noted it doesn't matter if you're in for four years or 30 years Everyone gets a 214. I have one, and a young sailor or Marine who exits after four or five years is certainly eligible to, um, after serving honorably, be eligible to receive the benefits that VetFran and many franchise uh, franchisors provide. Thank you for that clarification. I think that's a great spot to wrap this up. I could ask you a million more questions, but I think you guys <laughs> tied that up really nicely with a bow there. I want to thank both of you again, Lou and Pat, for sharing with us today about the VetFran program. A reminder from what was talked about during the podcast today, if you're looking for information on the VetFran program, you can go to VetFran.org or the International Franchise Association's website, Franchise.org. If you're looking for information on this organization, it's Neighborly, right? Neighborly with an L-Y. And, of course, you can always just reach out to us, scan that QR code on the bottom of your screen, and we'll get you in touch with the right people. So one more time, again, I want to thank both of you, Lou and Pat, from the Neighborly Organization. Very much appreciate you spending some time and sharing with us today. Yeah. Thanks a ton, Blake. Hopefully I get to see you when I go to uh, Nebraska next. Love to have you. We'll be Nebraska thanks, for nice support, you. thanks for all your support of veterans everywhere, Blake. Really, truly. And thank you for the same. Appreciate it very much. And thanks to everybody for listening today. Appreciate your time and being part of the Heartland Franchise Guy podcast. Remember, don't keep us a secret from people you think can benefit from this. Subscribe, follow, and share. And remember to hashtag us, Heartland Franchise Guy. Thanks to all of you, and we will see you again soon on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. Huda Media Production.